Good day, good day, good day. And thank you for tuning in to another segment of Let's Be Real. This is your longtime missing girl, Savan, and as usual, let's hop in with both feet. So today I'm not gonna go uh, on a complete tangent, but I want you guys to follow along. And if you will, be present in my prayer. You ready? Dear God, I come to you today to pray. I see kindness surging and hate out to play. People so stuck in the old that they cannot separate. They cannot emulate the love you told them to have in every situated opportunity. My eyes and ears are open and what I'm witnessing is blowing me. Pollution at an all time high, birds and fireflies taking less flight. I see the trees and bees you created and how perfectly you made them. Your time and consideration fell and made way for apartments have lived in. Flowers dying so that we can make an impression to have a nice lawn is better and more than life. This unnatural segregation cuts me like a knife. They make it dangerous to be outside in your home and in your car, to be strolling all alone trying to make it safely from the bar. They're stealing and killing, they probably feel like I'm snitching, but God, I am hurting because I see the plight and I wish I could help everyone, but I'm limited because I am just one. One voice amongst the sea of cries and deranged laughter as my brothers and sisters of every shade only sees what makes them different instead of the same. And some, only some, throwing different twisted words of your love that has been corrupted by man to seek power and control. Their souls taking the toll for the things they don't know, don't care to feel, don't know how to heal, so they mask it. Burning out the light inside of them to run away from those who lost sight of you and in that lost sight of self. I think they forgot what love is because it's measured by worldly self-possessions. They don't realize they are the same, raining down different words but under, holding the same umbrella as those they oppose. Oh God, save their souls. Oh God, let them know that as you watched humankind grow, you did too. That's why they call them the testaments of old because in the new, you grew to be the God they adorned. The God who had learned that no matter what you tell your children, they go a different way than what you wished for when they were born. And I know you felt scorned. You punished and encouraged it because you felt love was born from fear. And every time it hurt you to do so, but had, but they had to learn. Yet as time passed and you stuck to your promise and you didn't punish, you stepped back and allowed them to grow, to hurt, to endure pain so that you can see if what you taught them, if what you said would be implemented. But it, as you know with kids, some will and some won't. And you hurt still, hoping that one day they come to you, love you as you love them, ask for help and just listen. Some do and some don't. It's a parent's pain, I know. But God save their souls. They don't know what they don't know. And they don't know what they don't care to learn. Forever stubborn and stern, believing in anything that creates division. Me versus them, them versus us. There's some things we need to discuss. Being a person of color doesn't make you less than or greater than despite what the world has told you. Having more money or possessions doesn't make you any better despite the dream they have sold you. It's all an illusion, a collusion of sorts to keep you stuck and away from God. And I don't mean the Bible God, but I mean the real one written on Sumerian tablets. The God that understands that a male and a female isn't about the body you've been put in, but the energy you represent. We're all heaven sent and given the choice before our souls even touch the skin. But we forget, we start over with blank slates and for those that remember, they begin to fill them with hate because hate brings a profit. They tell you that it's not okay to be this, look like that or choose that, acting as evil step parents, guiding you as God would, but far from it. 
teaching you to value what you see instead of what you feel. Although Eve is no longer here, we're all taking bites of the, of the apple, even Adam. Generation after generation, gang after gang, war after war, we make this choice. And every cho choice so far has led us farther from love, farther from evolution, farther from paradise. How do we heal? What do you surmise? Can you love someone unconditionally? Can you love them from the same place that God has loved you? Can you speak without division? Can you stop trying to speak negativity on another person's life? We were all sent here to learn one thing, love, L-O-V-E. Not love of a few just because they're family or attractive or because they have the same skin, beliefs, or sexual orientation as you, or because they speak different languages or goes to a different house of worship, looks different, or has different abilities or limitations, not because your government labeled them as bad people or the news portrays them as bad. Can you love a person despite them not being you? Can you love a person without trying to change them, without being belligerent and saying, well, God said in the Bible, meanwhile, forgetting the scriptures marked for you? Can you? Can you be the person that sees that despite it all, God created everyone, good or bad, not to have people oppose one another, but as an ultimate challenge to see if you can indeed be as God is, love. It's all a choice. God save your souls. So that's something that I wrote because I am, I see everything. It isn't just Facebook. I read my little news and stuff each day, Twitter, all of that, you know, as social media goes. And I see a lot of good in the world. Do not get me wrong. It, it far surpasses the bad, but also at the same time, I see what it is that we're doing to our kids with our linear thinking. I wanna expose something, my dear black community. My dear black community, even though we have made great strides um, with our time here, we still have a lot to learn. The black community has been a disenfranchised uh, race for quite some time. Whether you live in America, Africa, India, somewhere in uh, Asia, in the islands, anything. If you happen to have darker skin or if you happen to have the steel wool hair, then you've been through your own share of trials and tribulations uh, through life. So you understand what it is like to be a minority and not being able to choose whether or not you are a minority. But my black community is the most homophobic of anyone that I have ever seen. And I, like I said, I mean all black people all across the world not just African black, but I mean Australian black, I mean Indian black, I mean all of it. And a lot of them wanna say, okay, well, no, because I grew up and I knew that it was wrong to be gay or to be transgender, like in the case of Dwayne Wade's daughter. You know all these things about another person and how it is that it's wrong, but I wanna know how it is that you're correcting your own life. There is nothing unnatural about being gay. It is literally everywhere in the animal kingdom. Uh, you have hedgehogs, which can very much be lesbians. Everybody knows how it is that dolphins get down. And dogs, whenever it is that they haven't been around a female, what do they do? They have sex with one another. And I know that some of you guys have seen that, especially if you've been around dogs a lot. 
So how is it unnatural to be something that's even in the animal kin kingdom? And I'm sure that yes, there are some animals that pick up the feathers or shells of other animals that have long moved on and they wear that as their own to help keep them protected, to help keep them sheltered. So once again, transgender. So I wanna know or understand more or less why it is that we deem it as wrong or unnatural. However, it's very natural in every other kingdom, but the only thing that isn't natural in any kingdom is to hate. Whether it's the animals on land or the creatures underneath the sea, there's no hate that is necessarily practiced. There's at times territorial um, debates as far as like in between wasps and bees. Sometimes it happens, but um, that's whenever they're fighting over territory as far as production and different things like that. And of course they have to be the baddest. So I guess that in a sense, I can assume that we're just acting as our own, like it's a human natural nature thing. Maybe it is. But one thing that it is that I see is that most of the people that have an issue with someone else's orientation or their lifestyle or how it is that they decide to, to raise or treat their kids, all these people are imperfect people. And at some point while it is that they're pointing the finger, they forget that. Uh, I had one person that said that they want to eradicate the gays from the black community. You want to eradicate gays from the black community. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the number one killer amongst black people is black people. It is still that GD, the forks, the uh, gang lifestyle, it's the drug lifestyle, it's the territorial lifestyle. But the only time that it is that we're up in arms about anything is whether they're white or they're gay. And that is the truth. Either it's the white cop the white person that is unfairly shooting our people, which does happen and I'm not gonna downplay that at all, or they're gay and somehow for some reason it makes a black community mad. You have black women saying, okay, well, damn, that's dick wasted. And then you have the, the black men that just go in because the thought of a homosexual relationship either scares them they don't care about it, but they do have a lot to say about it. It is okay not to like a person because you do not agree with them, but it is not okay to stop showing love to a person because you don't agree with them. As I said in my writing, we were all brought here for one thing, which was unconditional love. Unconditional love, period. We were not sent here to play God over another person's life. You are the God of your life. You are in control of your life. It is up to you to make your choices for your life. I don't care if you have kids, just the same way God had all of us. God had all of us. Do you think any of us are following the path that he has or she has created for us? Do you believe so? Because your choice to use ignorant and belligerent words or downing words or to have any opinion on another person's life, do you think that's the same thing that God does or will do? whatever God you serve or God this is. Do you think that God would be the same? We were put here as uh, 
with the land of Babel. How it was that we all used to speak the same thing. We all used to know uh, or have the same religions, all the rest of that. And then all of a sudden we have different languages, we have different religions, all the rest of that. Why is it that we have it? Because you have to be able to learn to love somebody despite their external differences. Whenever I said that we are still Eve's and Adam still eating the apple, what was it that happened after it was that, at, or that even Adam had bit the apple? They noticed that they were naked. They noticed all these external differences as opposed to before, whenever they were just bare and being themselves, they were in paradise. But it's whenever they bit the apple and then they began to see the world different. That same apple you're taking a bite of each day. Anytime that you're baited by anything, you're taking a bite of that apple each day. Anytime that you decide to choose hateful words as opposed to loving encouragement despite anything, and even if you don't have anything to say, you don't have to pour that negativity out because all things are energy. You are energy before you are a physical body. So you putting, putting that out into the world, that's not, that's not love. What is it that we can do to improve and evolve together other than have a conversation, but don't just have a conversation just to speak, have a conversation to listen and to learn. You can't help being the skin color you are. Yes, you can go get bleach for your skin. You could go and perm your hair. You can cut it off. Whatever it is that you want to do, you can even have surgery to have yourself look different, ass shots, ass implants. You can do all of this, but it won't change who you are at the soul level. And some of you guys at the soul level have taken on so much negativity and toxic uh, behavior that that's all it is that you spew. So how is it that you can move beyond this point? How is it that you can save your own soul? Choosing positive things each day and knowing to stay in your lane and the fact that you are in charge of your own world. If anybody wants to come and be a part of your world, okay, you can, you can talk to them, but it is not your job to change anyone other than yourself every day. Every single choice that you have made since you've been able to choose for yourself, any repercussions that came after that has once again been your choice. So my question is, what is so hard about choosing love? Time and time again, there are plenty of people in this world that do a lot of negativity, a lot of bad. And trust me, I see it every day, whether it's actually in person or if it happens to be on the news, social media, whatever, whatever. I see it every day. But as opposed to being negative about it, I react and I'm like, wow, whatever. Do I try to understand their thought process? That's not for me. What I know is that this person did an extremely bad thing that I do not agree with. They have a lifestyle that I do not completely agree with. So I won't listen to them, such as some, some music artists I don't listen to because I feel like they are, they are not what it is that I agree with. And that is the truth. But I don't bash them and say that they are an abomination 
that God wouldn't want them to live, just to go ahead and go kill yourself. These are the messages that we put out there on a daily basis. And whether or not we mean it or not, that energy gets put out there on a daily basis. And as we continue to bring more innocent lives into this world, those clean slates, we write them filled with hate, filled with discrimination. And once again, we give them a bite of the apple as soon as it is that they are able to learn. And so all they see is differences instead of how it is that we can work together and be the same. Generation after generation, gang after gang, war after war, those were all choices. To teach our kids these things that do keep us separate, to continue to mold them around hateful words and a hateful world in general, we can change that. I can change it if I decided to have a child and then by next year, by the time that they're five years old, I could teach them to not like any straight people because you know straight people are what it are. I can I can teach them even possibly to be gay if that's something that I wanted to do. But why would I corrupt my child's heart? Why couldn't I accept the fact that I've had this child? It came out perfect. Let me show my child how to love instead of trying to teach them how it is that the world works because the world is broken and it was created for and by broken people and people that tend to love to sit in power and and feel powerful or to have a lot of things that make you feel like you're without forgetting that internally you have everything that you need you are the gold you are the dollar bills you are everything it is that you're seeking you are the god that you keep praying to you get what i'm saying Yes, we all have an original mother and father. I'm not saying that there is no God, but in each one of us, there is an essence of God. And so with that essence of God, we can continue to choose to do good despite the bad that is done to us. I hate that tit for tat because what is it? Um, An eye for an eye leaves the world blind. That's all it is that we're doing time and time again. So I want to speak to... The people that are transitioning out of, let's say, Christianity or the old ways of teaching as far as more or less the black Americans that are freed from uh, slavery. I want to speak to you guys because right now there's a whole woke trend that's been going on for about maybe eight or nine years. And so everybody is, uh, I've seen posts as far as like, there was a woman uh, that had asked, Let me see, let me get this right. There was a woman that had asked whether or not, oh, why it is that uh, men seem to want to comment about what it is that a woman does or doesn't have, but then he, he doesn't have the ability to be, oh, here we go, here we go, no, that wasn't it. So it was about Boosie, Boosie and his son. And Boosie said some really, deranged shit that people find is funny about Dwayne Wade's daughter, Zaya. Now, Boosie said some hurtful stuff. His son came back up and he just more or less backed the hurtful stuff and even said that, uh, fuck Dwayne Wade and his son, which was belligerent since everybody knows that Zaya wants to go by female pronouns. Fuck Dwayne Wade and his son. Uh, I don't care. He gay. My dad said what he said. And then he later posted that I know a woman that'll be able to turn that nigga back from gay. 
you can't change anyone period like my post my latest post as far as the gay agenda nobody chooses to be gay but they are going to be who it is that they are but because there's so much shame in the black community we hurt ourselves Black men and black women put so much shame on being gay that black men and black women that are gay choose to be on what is called the DL or the down low. And as some of you do know and some of you don't, so I'll elaborate, being on the down low means that, okay, they may not date anyone or if they do, then they date the opposite sex, marry the opposite sex, even create kids with the opposite sex. But then meanwhile, while they're creating this family and they're living this life, they go and they have homosexual activities on the down low where it is that nobody else is supposed to know right how is it that these people who are born gay and are told every day from their life that that is a sin to keep choosing that and so they they go about choosing as the crowd wish they would so they choose the woman the man chooses the woman the woman chooses the man and there's so much unhappiness from that because they're not living their authentic life. So in order to kind of fulfill both needs, as far as visual appearance, they stay with the man, but then meanwhile, they're meeting with another woman on the side or a man stays with his wife and he's meeting with another man on the side. And then whenever it is that it's confronted, like the woman that was in Indianapolis, whenever it is that it's confronted, it's a complete and total embarrassment. And it costs this woman her life because she decided to throw out there and extort the guy for being gay or for being on the down low and i guess also with his cousin which is a whole nother matter in itself but she decided to expose him and it cost her her life because there's so much shame around the gay community instead of just being able to accept that there are black people who are gay and they have been gay since the beginning of time there's no choosing to want to be with someone that will eventually get you cast out or get you hurt nobody wants to go through being the minority and black people should know this because you have been the minority for so long would you choose this life of hardship who would want to choose that who would want to choose being a mental slave all over again a slave within your body at that we lack so much understanding it is ridiculous it is not right that that woman lost her life because she decided to out him and he got his feelings hurt and his ego hurt, but it was the shame that that man felt that ended up going this way. Not only that, but she disrespected a lot of the, the gang members that were up there or at least the whole side. So they took that as pride, as, as machismo, and they took that and they took her life. A life that didn't even belong to them. It was a life that was loaned to that body that she was in nobody's choosing love i wouldn't say nobody okay none of the things that become popular are chosen out of love none of the subjects are chosen out of love Dwayne wade and his daughter that was for him to come out like that that was for money it was for a show but then it was also for him to get ahead of uh the tabloids and stuff because zaya's gonna be who zaya wants to be period as far as Boosie and his son, they're going to be who it is that they want to be. I don't agree with what it is that they say because it's hurtful. But then not only that, I understand that it's coming from a limited point of view. 
So while it is that black people are liberating themselves from the old view of slave masters, I need you guys to go ahead and get rid of that toxic mas masculinity and that toxic femininity. And then I also want you to go ahead and get rid of the fact that that Bible and the scriptures that you continue to pull from, that was also created. Unless it is that you're reading from the Sumerian tablets, you are not reading the original Bible. You're reading something that was added in over the years. The Sumerian tablets are the oldest tablets because the Sumerian people were the original people, which are black people. That's it. I don't care if you call yourself more a Hebrew Israelite, any of those things. Unless you're reading from the Sumerian tablets and you understand what it was that God was saying, because whenever we were put here, we were, we may have been in physical cases, we may not have, but we were souls sent here to inhabit something else. And then we began to evolve. And as we evolved, yes, we did have God's hand and it was written on those tablets and every piece of religious material that is available to you today have bits and pieces from the Sumerian tablet. So I want you to look at the Sumerian tablet and you tell me which words are God's and which words are man. Because anything that's within the Bible is division. Until you get to the New Testament and then it tries to be all love, but then there is that bit of uh, vengefulness and things like that, which also helps instill fear. Do you think that God is fear? Do you think that God is fear at all? Because last I read in every, from the tablets to the, to the books, all the different religious books that I have on my shelf, God is love no matter what. God is not love because you know, I, I love you because you're black. I love you because you're white. God isn't the person that is, I love you because of this. I love you because of that. He loves you because you're a part of him. The same way you love your kids because they are a part of you. They're the best part of you or the worst part of you, depending on their decisions and where it is that they lead or how it is that they lead their lives. This is something that I want people to understand and be able to know we're stuck in a place where it is that we have overlapping timelines right now. We have the Great Depression that is looming. We have uh, the time era of racist protest, all the rest of that, all the things that we write inside of our history books. But then not only that, we're going through an extreme climate, uh, climate change our planet itself, the world itself, is beginning to tilt differently on the axis. And there's a lot of things that are going on energetically throughout the whole system. While all this is going on, there needs to be a shift in the human consciousness and how it is that we work. Because right now, all it is that we're setting ourselves up to do is to repeat the same stuff that has happened for generation after generation as opposed to handing our children and our grandchildren a new world a new life or something that will bring us better and closer to paradise i have met many people i have befriended many people many people that are uh different than me they even have different views than me but I've been able to befriend them and get to know them because it isn't, I'm not looking at what makes us different. I'm looking at what it is that makes us the same. 
I'm looking at their heart. I'm looking at their eyes. I'm looking at how it is that they act as a person. And that is God's love. That is unconditional. Because I'm not looking at the meat sacks that they're in. I'm looking at their soul and how it is that it resonates with my energy, with my time. This is something that will be able to get us to change. This is what will be able to get us to evolve is being able to have real conversations with the ability to listen and the ability to also let go and change our minds and also to be able to follow our own intuitions and our own hearts because that was our sense of God that was given to us, period. It was given to us so that we'll be able to navigate in the world. But as you continue to follow your, what it is that you see in your mind, you'll be led astray. You will value more of what's going on externally as opposed to the internal exchange that's happening in between you and your world. Everybody's mad at Eve. Everybody's mad at Adam. But nobody's mad at the fact that they continue to bite from the apple, that apple themselves. They believe that it's someone else's fault whenever it's yours. You can choose love instead of hate. You can choose to see that the world is perfect the way that God made it. And then if it isn't, whatever it is that you're doing, you have to be able to change it in order to have external results. You can't live a life of negativity and expect positive shit from it. And that is the truth. I have the most rewarding life and I'm nowhere near sitting on uh, a hill or inside of a mansion. I have a perfect life because, or a happy life, I should say, because of the way that I love and the way that I see the world. I see the beauty in everything, even in the ugly. And I don't want you to be like me. That's not what it is that I'm trying to get you. I accept you for being you 100%. But what I'm trying to do is just eradicate the hate. Eradicate what divides us. Because that's important to me because I see that. You get what I'm saying? I see lots of love. I see where it is that people do help out people. I do it. My friends do it uh, back for me. All the rest of that. I see that too. But I fear where it is that we're heading because it's more common or more acceptable to be able to laugh at people in their plight as opposed to being able to help or to continue to spit hate as opposed to just loving. It's a hard world. And if I'm feeling this pain as just a daughter of a mother and the daughter of God, it makes me wonder what it is that God is truly feeling and how much it is that he does want to intervene. Some of you that do have kids, whenever you have your child and you hold your child in your arms for the first time, there's a mix of emotions in between. I don't know how it is that I'm going to do this to, oh my God, I'm going to love this child for the rest of my life. Something in you changes. And you know that you want to either be very protective of it, or maybe you don't have that nature in you, whatever. But whenever that child is born, you make a decision of all the things that you're going to do. Don't teach them to be afraid of this world. Don't teach them to be hateful in this world. We have enough of that. 
For five generations, five generations ago, my family was brought here as slaves. They were brought here in chains. And so now five generations later, what it is that I wanna do for my DNA and for the people that I help is to break not only those physical change, chains, but to be able to break that mental chain. So for all of you guys that are doing, uh, doing this whole woke trend or participating in it, these are the same people that were wearing long tees whenever it was popular or doing a bunch of the other stuff that was popular. It's a trend. If you really wanna be a part of this woke trend or to be woke as a whole, it's time for you to start thinking, not linear. Not everything has to make logical sense. There's more things going on in this world that you don't know about, that you're being lied to. You've been lied to since you were younger. For the woke people, if you wanna get rid of that colonist view, you have to get rid of thinking that men have to be one thing and females have to be another. You do. You have to be able to let go of the fact that how it is that you think if it's coming and it enrages you, that's not uh, an African thought. That's not an African feeling. If you remember even with Nipsey Hussle, I'm gonna use him. Lauren says that whenever it was that she would get mad, he would stay calm. He would stay in his zone. And I even saw a video of him confronting, um, confronting these uh, paparazzi people. And he was like, I don't want it in my face, but he kept his, his tone calm, even though he was irritated. That is the African way. If you're part of this woke trend, telling somebody what it is that a male or a female is, is not an African trend, or is not an African proverb. It is not an African anything. African women were just as much valued as men. And of course it uh, changed based upon tribe as far as where it was that you were, but they were honored and they work together. African people came from love and it's one of the things that got them captured. And I think that since then, then we've been trying our best not to be captured or to be looped in to uh, the same behavior that got us caught in the first place. But I've never seen anyone be punished for being unconditionally loved or to love unconditionally. I've seen people make certain choices and make other people's life miserable. And in order to have a, uh, a control, a psychological control, I've seen it being broken down and all the rest of that. But it's, no one can break your spirit but you. Nobody can accept anything other than you. But a colonist uh, believes in a lot of hateful shit, including how it is that a man should be, how it is that a woman should be. How about you just let people be? because their life isn't yours and it's not your responsibility. It is your responsibility as far as what it is that you put out into this world. And that is the whole reason for this. God save their souls. Save everyone, including me. Even if I am in the wrong, even if my thought process is wrong. But I come from a place of love, not that whole Genuine, I come from genuine love. There we go. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to compare it to anything else. This is what we need today in this world. And more of it. 
Don't allow what it is that you've been taught keep you from looking behind the curtain. Ask more questions. Find out what is true. And I highly recommend that you all do some real research on Sumerian tablets. And that from this day forward, despite what it is that somebody will say, despite how it is that they may act, I really hope that you begin to practice unconditional love. You don't have to agree with the person. You don't have to agree with their lifestyle, nor do you have to associate with them. But just don't speak negativity. Don't put that out there because that is your energy and you are supposed to be representing yourself as well as God. I wish you all well. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Be Real. This is your girl, Savon, and I hope to catch you on another one.